Good morning, guys. Good morning. So today I want to make sure I'm going to be brief. Uh, I can be here with you, as I said, even more than an hour. But I want to do <laughs> you what my coach Dan Sullivan did with me. All right. As you know, I've always had a coach, business coach uh, for the past uh, maybe six years. It's six or seven years been Dan Sullivan. You can write down his name and Google him. Uh, he has amazing, amazing videos. Uh, on the internet, Dan Sullivan, D-A-N Sullivan, S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N, all right? And he has a uh, very, very good video that I recommend. Let me see if I can find that video, and I want you to watch that today, uh, which is, if you want to make more money, you have to stop working. If you want to make more money, you have to stop working. And that's not the topic today, but the topic today is something that... Uh, uh, I've challenged my one-on-ones on, let me put it right here, Dan Sullivan. Uh, <clears throat> up, being busy, there you go, stop being busy right here. Uh, and let's see right here, I can't find it right here. Okay, anyways, I'm gonna get started with this and then if we have more time, I'll make sure that I send it to you. So I wanna get started today with something very important. And that is a challenge that my one-on-ones have. One-on-ones is agents that do the coaching directly with me, right in a private session. And it's all about growing their business, having not only more money, but as important, or sometimes, especially for those agents that are performing at a high level, having more time, right? How do we create more time? At the end of the day, isn't it that what we're looking for? Right. So Dan, as a matter of fact, he talks about the four freedoms. Doesn't come with from me. Comes from Dan. Right. He talks about the four freedoms. The first freedom is freedom of money. Please write that down because it's important. The freedom of money. We need to have the freedom of money. Without that freedom, specific. All right. None of the other three we can have. The freedom of money gives you the second one, which is what freedom of time. But not for everybody. If you're working for money, if you're a consultant only, all right, if you're a real estate agent, usually you don't have the freedom of time. Let me show you this right here. It's one of the most productive real estate agents in the country, right there, Nancy Bachelor. All right, if you research her, Nancy Bachelor, uh, her productivity, it's just incredible. He's, she's one of the top 10 real estate agents in the nation, top 10 female agents in the nation, all right? Incredible productivity, all right? And she's been doing coaching for, uh, with me for many years, but it's not because she wants to make more money. She has way more than enough money. She sells very, very well. But the reason she came to coaching is because she wants more time, all right? So the first freedom is what? Freedom of money, all right? We need to have that freedom. Now, the second freedom, all right, and if we have a business, it's having the freedom of time, right? That's it. That is, after health, the most important asset, right? We need to have the freedom of time. That's what we're working for. Now, the topic today is all about delegating. So if we don't have, all right, that, that freedom of time, if we're not conscious about it, we'll fill the calendar with, uh, with work from the time we wake up to the time we go to sleep, all right? So we need to learn how to delegate, which is today's topic, right? Freedom of time. Number three, it's freedom of relationships. Woo! How many of you, right, 
have fired a client. Uh, how many of you need to fire some of your clients? Ooh, right? Brian is going like, right? How many of you have fired your clients, right? Uh, okay, you just see Thomas often, right? And we have to do that. By the way, I just hired a new coach. Her name is Lillian. Uh, I just hired a new coach last week uh, to coach me in, a, in, in something unrelated uh, to specific thing about Dan Sullivan. And, uh, you know, we were talking about the consultation, about her program, et cetera. And, and she said to me, you know, I, I said to her, you know, do, do you have a trial period? You know, uh, can we work for one, two months instead of a year? And she said, absolutely, she said. And she said to me, not only because you want to know if I work for you, if, I, if, if what I am helping you with works for you, but also if I want to work with you, right? So freedom of relationships. That's the third freedom. Freedom of money, freedom of time, freedom of relationship. The fourth one, all right, it's freedom of purpose. Purpose, all right? Are you actually right now engaging in something that has a meaningful purpose for you, not just selling real estate? Now, doing the most mundane thing, all right, can have a lot of purpose for you, all right? But have you internalized that? And do you feel fulfilled with that purpose of selling real estate? For some people, it's extremely fulfilling. For some other people, it's just a sales job, right? So again, in order to have that freedom of time, right, that freedom of money, we need to organize ourselves. And that was the conversation that I had with Dan last week, all right? Uh, and by the way, that is a conversation that I've been having with my one-on-ones, which is I want to challenge you today uh, and when I say challenge you, it's twofold. Number one, some of you are control freaks. One more time, some of you are control freaks. You want to do everything, everything, all right? That is, and no, I, I'm a perfectionist. You shouldn't. I have clients that have fired me because Riley Smith almost fired me. Why? Because I have some mistakes in my copy. I said, man, that looks really bad. And I'd say, completely understand. I completely understand. And if you, you don't like that because it, you know, for you, it's really, really bad. I understand if you don't want to work uh, with me anymore. I got it. I get it. But what I can do is just go way slower, all right, just to correct some things that most people don't even care about. And we have Thomas right here. Thomas and I work together every single day and he knows my speed. I go extremely fast. And sometimes Thomas is telling me, slow down. <laughs> right? Uh, uh, we go, right, we go very, very fast. Go ahead. I call it, I call it chaos speed. <laughs> right, and sometimes chaos. it is, right? It is, it is, it yeah. is but it's fun. It's right, fun. it is fun, right? Like Ma Ma Mario Andretti said, right? Uh, what is, what was this? this is, if, if you feel in control, right? You're not driving fast enough, right? Uh, Facebook uh, uh, main uh, quote is, you know, you need to, it's, what is it? It's, you need to be breaking things, right? Uh, Amazon uh, uh, main quote is, failing fast forward, the three Fs, right? Failing fast forward, okay? But in order to do that, we need to accept that things are not gonna be perfect, but it's better done, all right, than perfect, right? We need to keep moving forward, especially in our business, got it? Uh, because you are not hurting your client, right? 
if you're a surgeon, right? If you are, uh, you know, a very specialized doctor and you're going very fast, you know, the, 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 the repercussions, the results can be catastrophic, right? If you're a lawyer, yeah, definitely. If you're an accountant, definitely. Uh, but in a sales environment, uh, the ramifications are not that high if you know how to delegate, right? I'm not gonna make a mistake writing a contract ever, ever. Why? <clears throat> Why do you think I will never make a mistake writing a contract? <clears throat> Anybody wanna guess? Why? So you don't write it. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> I will never write one. Exactly, I will never write one. I, I don't know any part of the real estate uh, purchase contract. I, and I, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. That's not my forte. That's not my specialty. Got it? I leave that to the lawyer. He can take his time to write the contract. Right? Very, very, very simple. Right? I, I don't try to be a, uh, a professional at it and because I, I will never be. Even if I know every single clause, I can, I can give an opinion about the contract because I'm not a lawyer. Right? So today's uh, session is very important, uh, which is the challenge. I want to challenge you. All right. For those of you who have the money, because you're a control freak, to hire an assistant. And for those of you who don't have the money to start with a partial, with a part-time assistant. And some of you are laughing and say that Ariane is going, what? what? All right. At least somebody that can answer the phone for you. Somebody answering the phone for you, it's going to cost you in the United States about $100, $120 per month. Many of you have that excuse that, well, you know, I'm very busy. You're, you're very busy because you're answering every single phone call. Got it? It takes a lot of time to answer phone calls. So my challenge to you, all right, it's are you, are you mentally prepared to hire somebody? And if you're not, that's what we need to discuss. Because if you truly want to grow, you need to have a team. And we always talk about that, right? You see the new agent, right? Once they have the experience, they create their team or they create their own brokerage, right? You need to make sure that you start replicating yourself and starts with having an assistant, right? So I wanna show you something right here about time management because without it, it's gonna be very difficult, very, very, very difficult to perform at a high level. And I'm not talking about making more money. Sometimes it's you wanna make the same amount of money, but you wanna have more time, right? So uh, I'm gonna jump, I'm gonna do that later. So I'm gonna start right here. Remember the plan, the day starts the night before. You've heard me saying this, that this many times before. Are you organizing yourself at the end of the business day? So next day, you know exactly what you have to work on. Number two, exercise. Who's walking right now during this call? Anybody walking right now? I see somebody, somebody walking. There you go, right? And I know, Thomas, you do almost an hour of walking every single day, right? Clears your mind, gives you brand new ideas, all right? Exercise in 20 minutes, 20 minutes. You don't need more than that. You want to do more than that, that's right. But 20 minutes, you don't need more than that. And everybody has 20 minutes. You don't have 20 minutes, doesn't matter wake up 20 minutes earlier. It's gonna be more beneficial for you to exercise for 20 minutes than to sleep 20 more minutes, all right? Number three, commit to the morning routine. You can control your results. We talked about that last week, but you can control your actions, 
all right? The morning is the most important time. We talked about that before. It's all about controlling your energy. Work in batches. Put everything in your calendar, 60 to 90 minutes. Don't go straight from the time you wake up to the time you leave your office without breaks. Take breaks. Let me show you this. This is, so you can see it. This is my break room. You see this right here, right? This is not only my, my yoga mat in the, in, the, in the morning, sometimes when I don't do it in the, in the house, because I usually do it in the house, but I take a break right here, usually after lunch, 20, 25 minutes. It works for me, all right? So make sure, take a break. Maybe you can't fall asleep that fast. You know, I fall asleep anywhere, anytime, all the time. If I just close my eyes within three minutes, I'm sleeping. That's just me. Most people I understand can do that, but take a break. Don't get be on the phone, just take a break, all right? Finally, limit your work time. Very important to limit your work time. If you get way, how many things do you get done the day before going on a trip? How many things you get done, right? If you knew you had to be at the airport today at 10 p.m., at 7 p.m., at 7 p.m., how many things would you get done? I bet many things, right? So do the same thing, right? Put a tennis class, uh, put a ten, uh, you know, set a, ten a tennis class or schedule a tennis class or a yoga class or a whatever, or, or a time with your son, daughter, wife, husband, right? At 6.30. So you know you have to leave the office, right? That makes you way more productive when you have deadlines, right? And finally, find the help. Virtual assistant and accountability partner. So let's talk about that right now so I can go into your questions. I know you're going to ask me about that. Let me ask you a question. If you don't have an assistant, and I love this quote. It doesn't come from me, but it's, I love it. If you don't have an assistant, guess what? Anybody wants to guess? Adiana is laughing. <laughs> you want to guess, Thomas? If you don't have an assistant? You are, you are the assistant. <laughs> exactly. Right? That's it. Beautiful. Right? That's simple. simple. Very simple. If you don't have an assistant, guess what? You are the assistant because somebody has to get it done. Somebody has to make the little, you know, the calls, the scheduling, the little things that the assist. The assistant is very important. As Thomas said, if you don't have an assistant, guess what? You are the assistant, right? So right here. By the way, I'm talking also to the brand new agents. I want you to start, and we have some brand new agents uh, on the call too, all right? I have Josefina, it's a very experienced agent. Lily is a very experienced agent. Of course, Thomas is very, but we have a lot of also new agents. Doesn't really matter. I want you to start thinking as a business, all right? So where can you find an assistant? You can go to fiverr.com, very inexpensive. You can hire them part-time around the world, the world, all right? Of course, if you do, in the, you, you do it in the United States, it's gonna be more expensive. All right. If you do it in the Philippines, it's very inexpensive. By the way, the, the Philippines, that is a country set up for virtual assistants. They speak the language very, very well. All right. Uh, and they are, they are set up in the Philippines specifically to help people in the United States, entrepreneurs in the United States, companies in the United States. Right. If you are Hispanic, you know that in South America, you can find a very, very, very good assistant for two, three, four hundred dollars per month, full time, bilingual. You will find that, all right? So Fiverr is one. Number two, it's Upwork. 
upwork.com is a little bit more expensive or a lot more expensive than, than Fiverr, but the quality of the workers in that platform are better. But you don't have to start there. You can start with Fiverr. <clears throat> By the way, you don't need to hire an assistant 40 hours a week. You can hire that person, right, for 10, 15 hours a week, five hours a week. It doesn't really matter. Right? What matters is that you start delegating. What matters is that you start eliminating. What matters is that you start automating. Again, it's not only to make more money, but to increase the quality of your daily life. Right? So finally, if you are from South America, you know that you can find people in Facebook, on Instagram, right? When you post something, you're going to find somebody. Or somebody knows somebody that will be interested on becoming your assistant, your part-time assistant, right? Most of the agents in this school that are performing at a, at a high level that are from South America have somebody in South America. I have seven people in South, seven people in South America. We have, we have people in Colombia, we have people in Venezuela, we have people in Ecuador, we have people in Argentina, we have people in Bolivia. Right? So find easy to find. You only speak English, you can do it within the United States, Fiverr and Upwork, or you can do it in the Philippines. Very inexpensive, very inexpensive. You can try them. You don't have to sign a, con a long-term contract with them. You can hire them for a week. If you want to find the right one, here's my advice to you. If you want to find the right one, hire two at the same time and ask them to do something, something similar, even three at the same time. You need to get done A, B, and C. Give A to one, B to another one, C to another one. You are trying three people at the same time and see which one you like best. You need that person, whether you're brand new, whether you're experienced, or you're a top agent, right? That is the beauty of the age we're living in. That now pretty much everything is virtual. And because of what happened last year and continues to happen right now, we're all working from home. So it's the same. It doesn't really matter if they are in the building next to you or if they are in the Philippines, right? You have to communicate with them virtually, right? So <clears throat> that's what I wanted to show you right here. So the last question that I want to ask you relating to that, so I can open, I want to challenge you today. It's what can you eliminate right now? What can you automate? And finally, what can you delegate? I want you to write down a list of everything, everything during the day that you can eliminate. Second, can you automate it? Are there systems for what you're doing right now manually that you can automate? And finally, can you delegate? So your homework for today, and this is the last thing I'm talking about today on purpose, and we can be here for another 30, 40 minutes. On purpose, what I want you to do starting today, Monday until Friday, write every single business activity that you do, every single one, starting today, every single activity from today until Friday. Then you have that first column, right? That first list, first, first list. Now from that list, what you're gonna do, you're gonna make a second one. What you're gonna do in that second one is that you're going to prioritize, right? 
the first list. Okay, now I'm gonna put it in order. What are the most important things from the first column, all right? And I'm gonna put them in order in the second column, right? Now from the second column, I'm gonna do a third column, which is, okay, this is exactly what I can delegate. Got it? That is your job description. That's it. So all you have to do is post it on Fiverr, Upwork, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. I'm looking for a person that can help me with this. That's it. That's the job. If you want to grow your business, you need help. You need an assistant. You need help. You need people at your level. You need people higher than you. But let's get started. Let's get you started with an assistant. All right. Now that's all for me. Now I want you to ask the questions. What challenges have you encountered when hiring an assistant? Why don't you have an assistant right now? Right. What questions do you have? Any questions or comment or comments? We are about what 60? How many people are we right here? 70. Oh, 71 people. So what questions? Let's get started with somebody. I think I have a question right here. Uh, okay, yes, right here. Uh, let's see. Jeffrey says, Orlando, when does a new agent make the decision to hire an assistant? Very good, Jeffrey. The best time to hire an assistant, Jeffrey, as a new agent? It's yesterday, Sunday. Second best time, today. Part-timer. Got it? There are a, a few things. Do the list. Make that list that I asked you with the three columns and then hire that assistant. Three, four times a week. Here's the thing. Hiring an assistant is not only about getting things done. Hiring an assistant is also about a mindset, about understanding that you want to delegate, that you don't want to do everything, right? It is very important. By the way, I don't know, Dingress, oh, who said Carlos? Oh, Carlos, Dingress says, don't work on your weaknesses. Instead, become great at what you're good at and delegate the rest. Carlos says, you know, talking about Dean Graciosi, Dean Graciosi, it's in my same, I don't know if you know that uh, Dean Graciosi is a big time uh, real estate investment coach. And Dean and I are in the same group with Dan Sullivan. So Dean's coach is the same coach, Dan Sullivan. Now, this is what Dan Sullivan says. If you keep working on your weaknesses after 20 years, you'll have very strong weaknesses, got it? That's what he says, right? If you keep working at your weaknesses after 20 years, you'll have very strong weaknesses. It's difficult to overcome those weaknesses. Uh, and he talks about the concept of unique ability. We all have very unique abilities. And what we want is to work on those very few activities that are we're, that we're good at and delegate the rest, all right? Right, so again, so good. We're having good conversation here. We're having a, a lot of questions. Anne-Marie. All right, anyone has a list for an assistant already done that they can share it? It helps for an, an easier search. Okay, very, very important point, very important point. So Anne-Marie, it's different for everybody and I want it to be custom made to you. So take this week and don't see at anybody else's list, right? Because everybody is different and everybody have different unique abilities. So I want you to go through the exercise because not only you will identify where you, you specifically need help the mo most, but what you don't want to do. And also it will give you a very clear idea 
of what you're looking for. So when you find that person, you say, oh, okay, this is exactly what I want. For example, let's say it's social media. And I know you've worked with us. We, we handle your, your social media campaigns, right? So let's say, listen, I don't want to do social media, right? But for some other people, social media is great. They say, yeah, I, I can hire somebody, but I can also do it my, myself. Or, you know, it doesn't really bother me that much. Let's say in your case, and I'm not saying it's your case. No, no. In my case, I don't want to even open a social media account. I don't want to deal with that. Let's say, I'm, I'm not saying it's your case, right? So in your case, you're looking for somebody that has a high degree of social media knowledge or skills, right? So that's why you need to make your own list. So you can identify exactly what the priorities are. Got it? And if, if, you, see, if you look at somebody else's list, then you might be influenced uh, in a way that is not beneficial for your business. But good question, very good question. Good, because we can clarify that. Ida says, does this assistant have to know about real estate? It depends on what you're looking for, but I'm gonna show you this right now. Uh, let me show you right here. Uh, I'm gonna go into Upwork and you can find, depending on what you want, right? So my assistant, uh, it's more of an administrative person but some people are looking for assistance uh, on MLS search, right? Uh, they're looking uh, to do C uh, CMAs, right? Let's see right here if I can log in with this. Uh, I think I can. Let me share this with you. Oh, they're gonna send me. Uh, let's see, hold on guys. There, uh, scan the code, give me one second. Let me scan the code. I'm, I'm here at the uh, at Upwork. I want you to see, anyways, let me see if I can Upwork, Upwork Real Estate Virtual Assistant. Let me see if it lets me in, because it's asking me for my password, et cetera. Let's, uh, let's see, it's asking me to log in and I don't have my login information right now. But anyways, this is the, this is, the uh, platform that I'm talking about. So let me share this with you. I'm gonna keep going to the questions in a moment. Uh, I know we have some more questions, share a screen. This is Upwork right here, all right? It's asking me to, and Bianca is raising, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna let Bianca talk in a bit. Let's see, it's asking me for a code. So, but anyways, this is Upwork. Uh, you see all the companies. Okay, oh, here we go. So there you go, jobs, let's go to Upwork right here uh, this one too slow real real state assistant it's very slow right now see here the computer is very slow today, right? So look, US only, of course, if you are doing real estate, real estate assistant, you can go to different countries and it's gonna be cheaper. So it's gonna include the United States, but also other places, all right? Right here, uh, let's see. Look, real estate administrative assistant with years of experience bearing reports on data entry jobs, skips tracing, list scrubbing, information, counties, websites, sending text messages. Look at all, all they do. And there are some of them that, are spe that specialize on, on MLS. They know exactly 
uh, what to do, right? That data mining, real estate assistant, web research, lead generation, right? Real estate administrative assistant in Mexico, $7 an hour, seven transaction coordinator for $7 an hour. He's worked, been in the real estate industry for, for, for more than, uh, than five years. He's worked with realtors, brokers, investors, loan officers, 10 different CRMs. Look at that, $10 an hour, $10 an hour, right? Uh, so as you can see, there's $6 an hour, right? $7 an hour, right? Uh, so right here, I'm a real estate industry. I've been in the real estate for the commercial and residential, Australia, and most of in the United States and the United States. Look at that. All right, eight dollars an hour. Look, this one has made over a hundred thousand dollars right here on upward. As you can see, budget it's not the issue, right? You do you do 10 hour, 10 hours a week, that's 70 dollars. Let's say it's a hundred, a hundred dollars, ten dollars an hour, right? Four hundred dollars is not what is costing you to hire that person is what is costing you, okay, not to hire that person. Got it? All right, so I, let's continue with the chat right here. Uh, Ada, so does the assistant have to know about real estate? Again, it depends. For example, my, my assistant, the one that is virtual, she's all about the calendar, right? Setting up appointments. She's very good copywriter and translator. So she translates to Spanish and to English very, very well. So I create the copy. She corrects the copy in both languages. She knows all my one-on-ones, all my appointments, all right? She's coordinating with my design team and my IT, uh, IT team, the landing pages, the seminars, the event, the events. She also does, uh, now she charges or she sends the invoice that my design team uh, sends brokers and real estate agents, right? She's coordinating, charging the sponsors for the events. So that's my assistant. She has no clue about real estate. She's never seen an MLS uh, uh, search. She's never seen a, C, uh, a CMA. What is it that you're looking for, right? Uh, Delenia, put up the last slide. Which one, Delenia? Let's see. Which one is it that, that you want? I'll be more than glad to put it on. Uh, What's the one that had the, um, what can you do to, to, I think, eliminate, delegate, and I forgot the other one? Okay, so number one, we want to think about number one, first and foremost, what can we eliminate? We don't want to keep doing something that really we don't have to do. Mm -hmm. Number two, okay, I can't eliminate it, then can I automate it? For example, email marketing. Am I sending emails manually every single week to my database? Well, there's a very easy way to automate the process, right? Now, I might not be able to automate a specific activity. Now, can I delegate it? Most of the things we do during the day, we can delegate. There are three things that usually can be delegated. Number one, by far, of course, specialized knowledge, right? I can delegate studying about my marketing in case of the real estate agent. The real estate agent needs to be an expert on a very specific market period, right? I need to know the number of properties for sale, the average price, average price is per foot, highest for sale, lowest for sale, and based on the market for the one, two, three, four, five bedroom units, condominiums, apartments, and homes. I need to know that. I need to be the expert. Number two, marketing. Some agents delegate part of it. Some agents delegate everything, but we need to know about marketing, all right? That can be delegated. Number three, the last one, sales conversations. 
we can't, it's like a, a doctor delegating surgery to his assistant. You can delegate that. That is the one. Number two, you can delegate marketing. But number one, specialized knowledge and sales conversations, those are the two things we need to be doing on a daily basis. Everything else can be delegated and should be delegated. Your day should be focused on specialized knowledge, no more than 20 minutes a day. After 20 minutes, you pretty much know. After three weeks of 20 minutes of research, man, you know everything you need to know about your market. And then it's all about sales conversations. That should be about 90% of your day, sales conversations, 80%. The other 10, it's supervising your people, right? 80% is about supervising the limit. Got it? Perfect, excellent. All right, uh, Rupert, as a new agent, would you recommend hiring an assistant? As I said, yeah, and, and Jeffrey had that uh, similar question. Absolutely, absolutely. It's not only about being more efficient, but it's about mindset, understanding that you are now running a business. When I got started the first time, uh, the first company that I hired, I didn't hire a virtual assistant the first time. I hired some, a company to answer phone calls for me. And I think they're still in business. 1-800-WE-ANSWER. 1-800-WE-ANSWER, right? I knew and I learned from my coach at the time is that if you want to be productive, if you want to be efficient, the last thing you should be doing is answering phone calls. Look at my phone. And since that day, if you want to call me, my phone is always forward to the office. You see this little icon right here? That means that it's forward to the office. My phone doesn't ring, period. It's always forward. And you have some agents that say, no, no, but you got to answer your phone. Why would you answer your phone? That's the most inefficient thing in the world. Well, but you got to answer your phone. You can't answer your phone. You just can't. If you're with a good client, are you going to answer the phone? Yes or no? No, you won't. So don't tell me that you answer the phone. So in my case, I have somebody 24-7 answering the phone. That's it. Period. Got it? So if you hire a company like that, 1-800, we answer, right? You tell them exactly how to answer, and then they will either send you a text message or send you an email or both. So now, you know, every time you get, you know, a phone call, you get a text message or you get an email. Now you know exactly who called. And if that phone call needs to be taken care of immediately, then you just call that person. Got it? But now at least there is somebody answering the phone for you. Right? So anybody who's telling you, you need, I answer my phone is lying to you. Because if you're doing a listing presentation, are you gonna stop that listing presentation and pick up the phone? We all know that it's not gonna happen, all right? So delegate that, very, very important. And most of the calls we get during the day, right, that are sometimes are call calls from salespeople. Sometimes it's your gardener, right? The, the person that takes care of the pool and you're just talking on the phone things that, that can be done later, all right? All right, so uh, Claudette says, what is the best lead source you can recommend all right we're going to talk about lead sources i'm gonna i'm gonna finish with that because that has nothing to do with this topic but it's very very important all right uh, by the way let me, let me answer that right away Cla claudette says even though it's not a topic today but it's important what is the best lead source you can recommend all right best lead source number one is our list of 250 people module number one module number one 
You need to write down at least, it's what we call Project 250. I learned that from Bank of America. And then when I went to work for Prudential Financial uh, many years ago, same thing. You need to write down a list of the people that you know, all right? You need to put them in an email marketing campaign, which is the second lead source. So we're gonna talk about four main lead sources, email marketing, second lead source, it's social media, third lead source, it's online marketing, fourth lead source is offline marketing, open houses, magazines, newspapers, postcards, etc. All right. So your database, the heart of your business. All right. And you have a group of people. All right, Claudette. And then you need to make sure that you have those four email, social, online and offline. All right. One is not better than the other. What's better is the combination of all of them, because the lead, remember, it's not that the lead is cold. And some people complain about Zillow, Realtors.com, Postcard, Facebook, agents complain, non-performing agents complain about everything, right? Oh, no, that Facebook doesn't work. Postcards doesn't work. Open houses doesn't work. Guess what? When it comes to leads, everything works if you know how to use it. Got it? There is a reason why agents still pay thousands of dollars a month to Realtors.com. There is a reason why agents invest thousands of dollars a month on newspaper ads and postcards. They work for the people that know how to use them. Got it? It's all about frequency and consistency. So there is not only one source. Ideally, Claudette, is that when you open your email, guess what? I'm there. When you go to social media, Facebook, Instagram, guess what? I'm there again. When you go online, CNN, Fox News, any, I'm there again. When you are driving around your area, you see my open houses, right? When you're driving around, you see my for sale signs. When you open the newspaper, you see me again, right? When you go to your mailbox, who do you see? You see me again. When you open a magazine, who do you see? You see me again. It's all about frequency and consistency because familiarity is one of the strongest feelings in humans, right? What happens when you see a famous person? Oh my God, look who's there, right? Everybody goes crazy. Look, wow, look who's there. You might not say anything, but it gets your attention. Familiarity. Regular person, but the familiarity gives them a much higher status, right? So there is not one place. And very, very important for you guys. A lot of agents complain. A lot of agents complain about the leads. Oh, that lead is cold. No, no, no. It's not that the lead is cold. Who is cold? I'm cold to the lead. That person doesn't know me, right? So I need to have the frequency and consistency in my marketing, right? To position myself as the expert of choice. Very good, very good. Sebastian, all right? I, I see you right here with a cap. <laughs> okay, what should you delegate to your assistant? I think I answered that question, right? Make the list, the three columns. Very good, okay, good. Would you, a new agent, okay, what would a new agent about three weeks uh, old uh, delegate. Well, what is it exactly that you're doing administrative uh, wise? Uh, phone calls, very important. Emails, right? My assistant, and that's something for me. Some people say it's very personal. I have a professional, like most of you, a professional email, right? And my assistant filters all those emails. I hardly go into my inbox. She does that for me. And when there is something important that needs to be taken care of, you know, she calls me via WhatsApp and it goes through because WhatsApp goes through. That's a trick. So please don't call me guys via WhatsApp because it's going to make the phone ring. 
Adriana laughs. So right. So and 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 um, and Sebastian laughs too. So important, right? Hey, she lets me know. Listen, you have a this email, very important email from more. As a matter of fact, from Marco Vario, sometimes, you know, sometimes we've issues, we had issues with, with the website, whatever you had a question, right? Hey, Marco Vario, Marco Vario sent you an email uh, this morning. I think you have to take, it, uh, uh, take care of it. And I'll pick up the phone and I'll call you, right? Just an example. Got it? So that's another thing. How many emails do you get on a daily basis? Start delegating for $7, $10 an hour. It's all about mindset. Things that, by the way, Brand new agent in the business. There are many things you don't want to do. The things you don't want to do, you want to delegate. Got it? All right. So what are the five things to know about the market? Scott, very, very, very good. So there are six things, Scott, to know about the market. Number one, before we do the marketing, before we talk to anybody, we need to know, number one, please write this down, guys. It's important. Most of you already know it. <clears throat> Number one, Scott, number of properties for sale. I need to know the number of properties for sale that are one, two, three, four, five bedrooms. I need to know that. That's the way I earn their trust. That's the way they get to know that I know what I'm talking about. Instead of talking about myself and my company, I just tell them what's happening, right? Number one, number of properties for sale. Number two, average price for the one, two, three, four, five bedroom units. Number three, Average price per square foot. Number four, the highest for sale in the area. Number five, the lowest for sale. And finally, the average days on the market. Where do we find that? Where do we find that information? In the in your local MLS. That simple. Now, when I'm talking to somebody, Scott, right? Mr. Klein, let me tell you, right now, there are 23 to two bedroom units in this building, right? Competing with yours, with yours. The average price of those properties is $458,322. The ones facing to the bay and the ones facing to the city is about $409,000 on average, right? The highest for sale right now, it's been in the market for 72 days. It's $628,000 in my personal opinion is overpriced because the average price per square foot is 322 and this one is a 419 all right so that's the highest for sale right now the lowest for sale right now in the building is actually a foreclosure and it's been in the market for 39 days and it's going for $299,000 that's going to be that's going to go really 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 fast as a matter of fact I'm surprised uh, there's not a contract on that property yet. And I'm going to go see it. Maybe there is something wrong with it, all right? So highest for sale, lowest for sale, average price, average price per square foot. The average price uh, per square foot is $318. And the days on the market for those two, two in your uh, building, the 23 properties for sale that I mentioned, it is 131 days. What is happening right now? Am I talking about my company? Am I talking about myself, my experience? No, he's realizing that I know what I'm talking about. Now, those six things, by the way, when you're doing a listing presentation, one of the objections is what? One of the objections says, oh, but I want to interview other agents. And I will go, hey, Scott, I completely understand. You want to interview other agents. First and foremost, agree and repeat what he said. You don't, that's, and that's part of the handling objection modules. How are we train you to do that? Hey, Scott, I completely, you mentioned their name, you agree with them and repeat what they say. Hey, Scott, I completely understand that you want to interview other agents. 
As a matter of fact, if I were you, I would want to do the same, right? Now, in order to find that agent that is the most prepared for the job of selling your home, which I assume is exactly what you want, right? To find the agent that is the most prepared to the, for the job of selling your home, all right? You wanna make sure that you ask him these questions, right? And you give him those six, six questions. With the answer, what do you think when that seller asks the question to the following agent, what do you think the agent is going to do? He's gonna go blank because most agents are clueless. Exactly, Aniana, most agents are clueless, right? Most agents have no clue, right? Well, more or less, okay, so tell me how many properties are for seller? About, uh, you know, more or less 20, can be more or less. If you ask a doctor, hey, doctor, are you ready for the surgery? Um, about 80%, more or less, no, it's more or less, it's yes or no. Got it? So that will put you at a completely different level, right? So those are the six things, Scott. Very good. Uh, Laura, what if I'm a new agent, but I was a senior executive assistant for 15 years? Do I still need an assistant when I'm an expert assistant, given that all be, yeah, of course, because you don't wanna be an assistant anymore. You wanna be a professional salesperson, Laura, all right? Now, if that's what you enjoy being an assistant, great. Then, you know, that's your forte. Now, have somebody pay you for that. But again, now understand guys, once you said, all right, once you assume the responsibility of becoming a real estate agent, you said to yourself, now I'm in control. Now it's up to me to make it. That simple. It's all about selling now. It's a completely different set of skills, right? Right now, as a salesperson, Laura, it's not about organizing things and getting you know, all those administrative things, administrative things done. It's all about two things, generating the lead and then doing five things at a very high level because you're competing with other agents. Number one, again, learning how to get those leads, usually through your referral network or through your list, right? Through your sphere of influence, email marketing, social media, online marketing and offline marketing. And then that it's going to allow you to speak to the potential buyer and seller. And you need to have five very specific, right? Highly master skills pre-qualification, follow-up, presentation, handling objections, and close. Got it? Those are the skills you need to sell real estate. Everything else can be delegated. Again, as Thomas said, right? If you don't have an assistant, you are the assistant. And as a real estate agent, that's the last thing you want to do. Assistants make between $7 to maybe $45 an hour. There are assistants that make very, very good money, right? But as a real estate agent, you know that you make more money selling real estate. All right, good. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lily, working with buyers and when there's not an available realtor who can assist with the showing, we can. Okay, what is the best way to do it? Non-licensed can do this for us, right? Yes. All right, so a non-licensed person can show a property without making any claims. Just open and close, right? Have you ever been to a property where the nanny, right? Or the person who cleans the house opens the door? Yeah, right? They are not licensed. They work in the house. They clean the house. They can open it, 
but they can give you any opinion. So make sure if you're working with a no license assistant, all right, that they do not make any claims about the property or any opinions. That's it, they can open the door, not a problem, all right? And that will help you a lot, a lot. By the way, if you're already, which is another step, if you already have the means, all right, uh, and you're already a listing agent, the last thing you should be doing is showing every single property. You should pay somebody to open and close the door, okay? Which is very, very good. Uh, Mariana, what is the company to handle the phone calls? 1-800-WE-ANSWER. Uh, 1-800-WE-ANSWER, all right? That's the company. If you put 1-800-WE-ANSWER immediately on Google, you're gonna see a lot of other companies that come uh, you know, as competitors. So talk to two or three, all right? It worked for me, all right? Uh, Etzel, since you don't answer your phone, do you have a separate business line and personal line? In my case, I have many lines, but even my personal one. Uh, I'm gonna explain what I do. Or does your assistant route your personal calls back to yourself? Yes. So even my family members complain. Even my good, good, good friends complain. Man, it's hard to get a hold of you. Yeah, well, you know, that's, I assume that responsibility and some people will, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Complain or they don't like it. I get it, I get it. But I can just be run the whole day if, if I don't set my calendar, people will get in my calendar, all right? And that's just a fact of life. And, uh, and, and I've lost some clients and sometimes I meet some parties or get togethers because I didn't answer the phone on, the same, uh, on time, all right? That's okay, usually happens during the weekend. But even during the weekend, my phone is forward. So even my personal one, I just, listen, what we do requires a high level of concentration. In my, that's only my opinion. But the superpower of this era where we're living in is focus. It's very difficult, very difficult to work at a deep level. Most of us, most of the time are working at a very superficial level, right? Which doesn't create anything, doesn't allow us to truly, truly, right? Bring out the value, right? That we can bring because we're so distracted. Our minds are working at a very, very shallow uh, level, right? I highly recommend that you read a book called Deep Work, Deep Work, an amazing, amazing book, at least by the audio and listen to it, Deep Work, right? Highly, highly recommended. And he's a professor at MIT and he explains, you know, that in this area with so many trans uh, distractions, we are not able right, to focus. By the way, to me, it's so important to focus that I'm gonna show you something right here, all right? I'm going to, if you see it, for some of you who have seen my footer, all right? Look at my footer in my email. It comes out from every single email. Let me show you that right here. This is my footer in my email. Focus from Orlando Montiel, as you can see, focus is a superpower. And I truly believe that, that focus is a superpower, right? Because we wanna be everywhere all the time. And what happens is as a result, yeah, we're everywhere all the time, but we don't get the very few things that are very important done, right? So I hope that answers uh, your question. My, even my personal uh, phone is forward, all right? Uh, even for 
you know, my, my friends, my family members, just leave a message. I'll call you back. Got it. Uh, Carlos says, I have a wonderful assistant from Venezuela. Very professional. I got her thanks to your virtual assistant corporation. Very good. All right. Oh, there you go. You put uh, the phone number right there. All right. There are many companies. And by the way, that's not, that's not my company, but you know, there are many companies, virtual assistant corp, call Paula and ask her, interview them. All right. Tell, tell them that Carlos sent you. There, some, there is an other one right there. All right. 150. Some people, you know, as you said, $4 an hour and you will find people that are incredible, incredible. All right. You're helping them. They're helping you. All right. Very good. All right. So thank you, uh, uh, Carlos, there's a, another another company, right? Show Fiverr, Upwork, and this one is called, well, it's a virtual assistant corporation, right? So regarding open houses, how do I find them? The EXP open houses have been 100%, but I want to, I went to three non-open houses this past week and the realtor did not show up. Nothing we can do about that, right? Not a waste of time because I had conversations with people who show up, but never saw the inside of the house. Uh, how do I find open houses? Uh, go to the uh, MLS, and, and Jeffrey, uh, you're here in Miami. Through the MLS, you can see all the open houses happening in a weekend. Uh, talk, uh, call uh, the association headquarters and they will tell you exactly where they are. All right? Cool. Okay, thanks Orlando. No, my pleasure. Uh, Okay, what is, uh, Suzanne, what is the address of the property you just spoke of low, lowest square? I was, oh, I'm sorry, Suzanne, it was just uh, an example. I was just giving an example of the six things we need to know, right? Important. Good, good, good. And I know you sent me an email the other day, so I uh, got to get back to you on that, on that email uh, today. So I'm going to reach out to you today, Suzanne. Uh, by the way, say hello to Bianca. And I know, I think Bianca is around here. Uh, Precious. Would you allow your assistant to cold call? Uh, if so, how do you prepare them to do so? Or do you find an assistant that already understand how? Uh, no, again, that's sales conversations, all right? Uh, that is a very, very, first and foremost, for most of you, you know that that is not our main focus to cold calling, right? Uh, I think there are much easier ways to find people, but if you're going to do the Cold calling is a very, very, very high level skill, right? Very few people, very few people uh, find success in cold calling. And the ones that do is because they're very, very, very good at it. So we don't want, if we're gonna do cold call, which would not be my number one uh, strategy for lead generation. If we're gonna do that, we have to do that ourselves because our assistant it's never going to get the results. They do not have the skills. They do not have the ability. Furthermore, they don't even have the knowledge, All right? Good, good. Lily, thank you, thank you. Rupert, when conducting a listing presentation and the seller says he would like to interview other agents, let's see, it is okay to agree, but then ask exactly, what is it that they are looking for in an agent so that I could reassure them that I am the best choice before ending our meeting. Of course, Rupert, you very good point, very good point. You always want to close them, right? But sometimes um, we need to understand that they are not going to make the decision that day and we need to let it go. You wanna close them at least three or four times. 100% agree with you. I'm not saying uh, anything different from that. But if we can't close them, then we wanna give them 
those questions. Because we know that once they ask those six questions to the next agent, most likely that agent is not gonna look very, very, very well. And I also like what you said, very important. Look at Rupert's, uh, what, what he wrote. He said, it is okay to agree, but ask them, all right, what is it exactly that they are looking for? What is Rupert doing here? He's asking them how to sell them. So tell me, Mr. Seller, what is it exactly that you're looking in a real estate agent, A, B, and C? Well, Mr. Seller, that is exactly what I do for my sellers, A, B, and C. Beautiful, beautiful, all right? Very, very important. Love that, love that. Wow, I mean, we have a lot of messages right here. Uh, who wrote the book? Ah, uh, Man, I went blank on the book when I was telling you. Uh, did work. Uh, by the way, he has ama three amazing books uh, uh, right here. Did work right here. Al Newport. Carl, there you go. Egg, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And he has another one that is incredible too. Uh, did work. And the other one that I love, let's see, I'll tell you right now. The other one that I highly, highly, highly recommend uh, right here. Oh, Newport, let me see. Oh, Newport. There you go. This is the guy, a professor, I believe it's at MIT. Incredible. That guy, it's just uh, deep work is one. What's the other one that I love? Uh, children, education, MIT. Oh, so good. Yes, right here. Oh, so good. They can't ignore you. Oh, I got it. I'm going to read that book again. Uh, and if not, uh, just, just buy the audio. If you don't have the time to read, just buy the audio right here. So good. They can't ignore you. Highly recommend this one. Incredible book. Incredible. All right. Uh, so those two, by the way, he has some, as you can see here, some TED Talks that are very, very, very good. Uh, and the premise of so good they can ignore you, it's, it's pretty much that, the title. It's that you want to become so good that you just can't do business with anybody else, right? Or, or the probability of not choosing you is very, very, very small, right? Uh, Hector, Orlando, good morning, please. Let me know the three different lists of activities. Okay, so very good. So Hector, number one, I want to make sure that I understand how, okay, can I, I need to ask myself, can I? eliminate can i eliminate this activity if i can can i automate it and if i can't can i delegate it all right very very important uh, i think i number of purpose okay perfect sorry i came late from the early appointment thank you looking forward suzanne no problem uh daniel okay call newport no sorry that was another discipline okay okay guys i think we finished right right on time but before we finish again i want to challenge you again to do your list with the three columns of everything you're gonna be doing during the week, all right? Number two, put them in an order of priority. Number three, right here, from the order of priority, this is exactly what you wanna give your assistant, all right? And I wanna make sure that you commit to it because it's going to help you. Here's the thing, you're not signing a long-term contract. If you're paying, let's say it's $10 an hour, all right? and you want to do 10 hours, that is $100, all right? Let's say you try it for a month. And if you don't see the much, much, much bigger return on those $400 than the $400 you're investing, hey, you can always stop, got it? You can adjust the hours, go lower, 
go higher. At the end of the day, it's not only about the money, it's not about the return on the investment, only financial. It's about the mindset. It's about you understanding that now you're a business owner and that the only way to grow your business is by growing your organization, right? Because you don't wanna be 10, 20, 15 years from now still hustling by yourself. That idea of hustling, 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 hustling the whole day gets you nowhere after a while. At the beginning, it's good. It's good to hustle, but it's even better to hustle together or do it as a group. And that's why you see Thomas and you see so many of us here working together. And you see Josefina, we work together. We see Lily, we work together, right? Because it's about delegating. It's about the effort of the whole group. All right, guys? So it's been a pleasure to serve you today, right? I hope to see you in the forum during the week. I know you guys are very, very, very engaged, all right? And I'm going to be uh, in Orlando this week. So I might be a little bit, see, that's, who's that? That's my dad. And he's calling me via what? WhatsApp. Oh, he knows via WhatsApp, I can't stop it, all right? So that's the only thing. So anyways, but that, that's my dad, that's family. So, so, uh, that that's something different all right guys so i'll be in orlando so i'll be maybe a little bit slower answering the questions in the forum but i will answer those questions in the forum for you all right until next week when we see each other live and many of you are going to be in orlando i know you're going to be in orlando many of you are going to be there on wednesday thursday and friday I see ariana going like that right so as a team what we do is we get together on wednesday we have a live, for those of you who are in Orlando, we're gonna have a live seminar at 2 p.m. at Grove on how to plan for 2021. Uh, Ariane is gonna be there, Josefina is gonna be there, Thomas is gonna be there, some of you are gonna be there. And then Thursday and Friday, our team gets together for a day and a half to plan for the whole quarter. And the idea, and, the, and these are agents in Miami, right? We wanna leave the city, we wanna be together for a day and a half to plan for the next quarter, all right? to make sure that we understand exactly the, the goal that we want and the activities we need to perform in a daily basis to achieve that goal. All right, guys? So big hugs to everybody, and I'll see you in the forum and next week on the weekly call. And some of you, I'll see you in Orlando starting on Wednesday. Bye-bye, guys. Take care.